Welcome to another episode of Knives Monroe and the podcast and blah, 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 blah. How you guys doing? Hopefully you're doing well. Um, my favorite show, BoJack Horseman, which is a Netflix original. I think it debuted 2014. Ended today, January 31st, 2020. The final eight episodes aired on Netflix and I just rewatched it for the second time. And it did something to me. Um, without giving it away, because you must watch it. If you're listening to this, you obviously trust my taste, my mind, my thoughts. And I couldn't campaign harder for a show that you must watch. Now, I'm going to save a deep, deep analysis for, I think, tomorrow's video because I really want to enjoy this 24-hour cycle and how I feel about the movie. And I want to go to bed with it and I want to enjoy it before I talk about it and put something on wax. So spoiler alerts, I'm not going to give anything away about the plot, but I will give away a theme. And it was very touching. Um, and I can't stress it enough. And I am weary about sounding hyperbolic, but it's my favorite show. Never, ever have I felt so seen and heard and connected to on such a deeply cerebral and emotional level. Something occurred to me, um, having watched the, the show, and it ends on a bittersweet note, okay, the way life is, and I guess the final beat that I walked away with it initially is trusting the sensation of happiness. I'm super stoked for you if you're listening, and... Happiness is something you don't have to second guess. That is awesome. I'm a little envious of that. But I'm more happy for you. That That's tremendous. Um, for me, happiness is almost like a trap. It's kind of like this um, chicken little sort of like, I can't be happy for too long because the sky is always perpetually falling, right? Um, sometimes if life is going really well, I hear this voice that tells me, hey, calm down. Don't be too stoked, okay? <laughs> you know, it's going to rain shit on you right after this. I don't know where that voice comes from. I don't know who implanted it. I don't know how it was implanted or groomed or... I don't know how it ever took root, but it's there. And something hit me after the show ended. I went for a five-mile walk. No exaggeration. And uh, something towards, like, you know, walking back home, I was finally able to speak into, co you know, coherent sentences because, man, it, I was just emo emotionally, like, I, I felt like I just came out of a surgery. My heart was ripped in half and um, 
I was finally able to put words together. And I think it's successful if you can trust happiness and not be so suspicious about it. And letting yourself be happy. Giving yourself that permission. I don't know if I've seen a movie or a show, let alone an animated series, that has really communicated that in such a profound, visual, and hilarious way. This is one of the greatest drama series I've ever watched, but it's also one of the funniest shows I've ever watched. And I'm about to give the the biggest compliment that I could give, and, and trust me, I've given it some thought. And I can say this and walk away and totally mean it. It's the highest praise I could give anything. And I wouldn't say it unless I didn't feel it beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, I think BoJack Horseman is the superior animated show over The Simpsons. And that's because The Simpsons started off as a satire. And now it's just a parody of itself. It started off as a satire of those shows at the time, sitcoms. And then it just became, it cannibalized itself, and now it's just a a, a husk of what it used to be. BoJack never overstated its welcome. It, it ended really at the top of its game. It probably could have gone on for another six seasons. And if it maintained the same showrunner, Raphael Bob's, Bob Waxberg, and if it kept the same voice cast, it probably would have kept the quality. Um, but I compare it to the Mad Men's and the Breaking Bad's as well, and it's phenomenal. It's so funny. Um, take season two of BoJack Horseman and compare it to whatever the funniest season of anything is, and I think it's just as funny, if not more. And it's able to convey these complex themes, death and existentialism and Identity, addiction, um, celebrity, clout, um, drugs, fame, money, asexuality, um, abortion, (laughs) gun control, um, consumerism, capitalism, you name it, like, it's tackled a variety of topics, but never, ever, ever in a preachy way, ever. Like you, you don't even know it's saying something political until it's over. And it just is so funny. And um, if you don't know this about the show, it features this world where animals and humans coexist. They're all sentient, bipedal humans. So Bojack Horseman is the celebrity who... Think of John Stamos, but with the head of a horse. And um, half the population of this world are people and human bodies, but with animal heads. And it occurred to me watching the show that, uh, you know, what kind of animal would I be? And I, I think I'd be a sloth. I'd have a sloth head. Sorry, but that's just how I see myself. Anyways, um, so I just finished my second viewing of the final eight episodes. And if I walked away with something that I think makes my life better, well, first of all, it's that my life can be good. It can be better. My situation, 
how I navigate through the world can and will be okay. It's going to be okay. The people that I had, I choose to be grateful for that have been in my life. And even the ones that don't get to stay, I'm grateful they dropped by, made a cameo or made an impact. And who I am, what I am is a result of everybody that has ever clashed, conversed, and congealed with me. And that's a blessing. It's truly a blessing. Oof. Sorry, I, I just can't I just can't stop thinking about this. But um I'm walking away most pragmatically about letting toxic people out of my life. Letting go of the things more most more specifically the narratives and the stories that I have told myself that do not empower me letting those go and choosing to be happy choosing to be stoked for the career that I have the life that I have my children and me like knives I get to be knives Monroe on this earth that's pretty cool I get to be knives I get to be knives that's that's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, I'm going to choose to be okay with that. I'm going to choose to be happy because the other option is to be miserable. And that cycle, trust me, I've gone around and around and around and around that fucking block. I'm over it. I'm over it, so... I know this is very vague, but you have to watch the show. Watch the show. Watch BoJack Horseman. It's on Netflix. I think they syndicate it, and you, you might find some random episodes on Comedy Central or something. I've seen that a few times when I've gone to some hotels. It's the only time I watch TV, but TV proper. Um, but check it out. So I know the show didn't have an intro and outro. Uh, let me also just say we did it. Every episode, we did an episode every day of January. We did it. One month down. <laughs> 11 more to go. It was interesting. It was very interesting. I feel like I connected with people. I feel like I made some cool movies and art. And uh, it, it kept me sane in a lot of ways. And I'm very proud. I'm very proud. Some episodes stand out more than others. Um, every episode that I've ever had with a guest has been incredible. Um, I think tomorrow's episode is episode 50. It might be 49, but I think it's 50. I think today's 49. So how amazing is that? 50 episodes. Um, I think I ended... I mean, I'm sorry, the math might not be correct, but I think I ended 2019 with like 19 episodes total. Um, but I've, I've been doing this podcast since 2016. Um, it's gone through a few different iterations it was originally called Outer Heaven, the Knives Monroe podcast. Outer Heaven was the name of my concept at the time, which then became Indie Darlings. The thesis has stayed the same. Now Indie Darlings LLC is a real business. I should talk about Indie Darlings, but I'm still... I will get there. Um, got some good prospects coming February. I can't wait to talk about, but and then I rebranded it to uh, Rebel FTWD, which stands for 
Rebel from the Waist Down podcast, which was based on a script that I was writing at the time. That didn't last long, and then I changed it to uh, Here's Everything, the Knives Monroe podcast. Um, that didn't last long. And then finally, Knives Monroe versus the podcast, inspired by uh, Brian Lee O'Malley, Scott Pilgrim, and the Infinite Sadness, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Like, it just felt right. I was like, okay, cool. It had to have my name in it, even though I was um, skeptical about that at first, but here we are. 50 podcasts. Here's the 50 more. What does day 500 look like? I know this episode was different, didn't, didn't have an intro or outro. It's because I recorded all this on my phone. I do that sometimes. This is a, a daily podcast. There's a journal, road diary-esque quality to this. And uh, it's my fucking show. I can do whatever I want. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to talk to you guys tomorrow. We're going to go into BoJack Horseman, and I'm going to make that a priority. And uh, I'll try to have a visual component to it as well for YouTube. Um, I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you down the road.